oriented towards astronomy. What do you think are the reasons for us to be discussing rocket science today? Can anyone tell me what you imagine the speed of a rocket might be? Like when it is injecting a satellite into orbit? Even if one thing fails, one small component fails, it's a disaster. You might, uh, you might know about Kalpana Achala's Why do we even go to space? That's the fundamental question. Why don't we use airplanes uh, to put an, uh, a satellite into orbit? Uh, we will just try and see what are the various parts of a rocket. Uh, then building a satellite, this is just a very small portion. I, and then finally we come to the launching of a rocket. Uh, my name is Ankita Hudedgaddi. Uh, I'm a former scientist engineer from ISRO. Uh, I used to work at the Vikram Sarabhai Space Center in Trivandrum. Briefly running through the parts of a satellite. The moment you have a satellite, of course you need a power source. You can't take batteries. Only batteries you can't take because soon it will run out of energy. So you need to put in solar panels for the satellite. You need antenna in order to communicate with the Earth. You need different payloads. If you have gone for example, to do Earth observation and take images of the Earth, you need a camera on board, right? So you need payloads. Then you have all of the avionics components, which are basically linking all of these together, are able to send signals back to Earth. Payload component, again, depends on what purpose we are using it for. Earth observation, communication, GPS, etc. Coming to launching a rocket, there are some factors that need to be considered has to be launched from the, uh, the satellite has to be inserted in the right location with the right velocity in the right direction and at the right time. These two things together are called the launch window. Right direction and right time are called the launch window. Other considerations are the location of a launch pad. Weather conditions. Often you would have heard that rocket launches get cancelled because of bad weather, right? So if the weather is not ideal, then we really can't launch it because even though all weather phenomenon takes place in the troposphere, we still have to pass the troposphere, right? We still have to cross the first 12 to 18 kilometers in order to get into space. So if the weather is bad, often launches don't take place. Uh, population near launch pad is another thing that we need to be concerned about. We can't really fly over highly populated cities. Imagine in the event of a disaster, a rocket is basically a huge flying bomb. Right? Rockets are basically the same things that missiles are, except rockets are intended to go to outer space. Missiles are intended to, you know, destroy something, either in the air or on land or uh, underwater. Impact zone for spent rocket stages. This is what I mentioned earlier. If anything is getting discarded from the rocket, we need to make sure that it impacts in the ocean. It does not impact on populated areas. That is something we need to consider. Then proximity of the launch pad to the equator is another factor. I'll come to why that is a factor. Okay, this is a very, uh, I don't think it's translating well on a projector, but uh, this is the Satish Dhawan Space Center. These are all the spaceports of the world. That is, uh, these are locations where launch pads are located around the world. We have the Satish Dhawan Space Center, which is located in Satish Dhawan Space Center. Don't look at this. Perfect. It is located in Sri Harikota. Sri Harikota is located in Andhra Pradesh. Sri Harikota is in Andhra Pradesh, and our Satish Dhawan Space Center, which is ISRO's launch pad, is located on the east coast of India, coast of Andhra Pradesh. Now, 
we have a launch pad in Goa? If all of us come together, write a letter to Department of Space, let's have a launch pad in Goa. Do you think that would be possible? No. Why not? Yes? Sriharikota is also on the coast. Sriharikota, in fact, is a beach. We are launching from a beach. Any other reason? Okay, I'll come to that. Yeah. Okay, that is not the exact reason, but okay, you're close. Goa is smaller, perfect. Yeah, you can't have, in a small state like Goa, okay, you might not have enough space to build a launch pad. Okay, fine, lack of space is one reason. Okay, then? And the launch should be from uh, a particular distance from the equator. That is very close to one of the reasons. So the main reason that you can think of, which direction does the Earth rotate? Sun rises in the east. So we move from? West to east, right? We are rotating from west to east. Near the equator, if you are standing on the equator and not doing anything, you are just rotating with the earth, right? You are rotating from west to east with the earth. The speed at which you are rotating with the earth is roughly 1600 kilometers per hour. Even if you're not doing anything, if somebody complains, why are you being lazy, you're not doing anything, you can just say, I'm rotating with the earth at such a high speed. You're still doing something, aren't you? At the equator, you're rotating at 1600 kilometers per hour. As you go higher, you see the circumference of the earth is the widest, is the, the greatest at the equator. Then the circumference, as you take, you know, these, uh, go along the um, latitudes, it will decrease. So the distance you need to cover in the same amount of time, every part, like it's like if something uh, which is at the equator, say like Ecuador, which is a country here, is completing one whole circle in 24 hours, something like Alaska is also completing the circle in 24 hours. But the circle that it is completing is much smaller. It has a much shorter circumference than the circle that a country like Ecuador is completing. How is this possible? Both of them have the same rotational speed, like the angular velocity is the same. All of them, all the locations on Earth are completing it at, are completing that whole rotation, whole 360 degrees in just 24 hours. But the distance they are covering on the surface is much greater at the equator than it is at higher latitudes. Closer you are to the equator, you will get a natural boost because of the rotation of the earth. Exactly. Closer the launch pad to the equator, you are getting a natural boost because of the velocity which is already there. Now, will you get this boost even if you launch in any direction? In which direction will the boost be the greatest? West to east. Because earth is traveling from in a west to east direction. This boost will add to your rocket's velocity when you launched in an eastward direction. Correct? Now we have established roughly that rockets have to be launched in an eastward direction 
in order to you know minimize the energy you're spending if you're launching from goa if you're launching a rocket eastward how is the path of the rocket it is going over land it is going over land and this is very dangerous because if our initial stages separate and they fall on to land you're destroying so many towns so many villages so many cities if forget like the spent stage if a malfunction happens on a rocket and something happens it's a whole city that is obliterated but it's a giant bomb you know the weight of the rocket all of it is propellant all of that is fuel at such a high velocity if something comes and hits it is basically a bomb right bombs basically are very small sorry missile something like a missile like a giant missile rockets are basically giant missiles so that's why it's preferable that launch paths are closer to the equator and you will notice that a lot of the launch paths wherever possible are always located on the east coast because nobody wants to fly over their own country's landmass right this is the ground trace of a eastward launched uh, rocket you have shar shar is basically a satish dhawan uh, launch center the path of the rocket on the earth will trace out to be something like this we are passing over many countries but none of the paths that are separating are falling over these countries the ground trace is so designed that any path that is separating falls into the ocean always why these points are important is because these are tracking stations these are different countries like brunei you have a place called biak you have isro tracking uh, uh, stations in all of these places now i am not sure how many of you are uh, aware about a month or two ago uh, our prime minister visited fiji a small island country of fiji which is located somewhere in this area and we signed something for space cooperation we signed some deal for space cooperation that is because these island countries become very important for us for tracking you know the pacific ocean is so vast if we do not have a tracking station on land we will need a tracking station somewhere in water this is something that happened you must have watched the movie mangalyaan in mangalyaan they actually showed that since there were no countries there were no islands in between that we could use for tracking we had to station ships we had to station naval ships in the ocean till the mission was completed these are the tracking stations now what happens if there's a malfunction during flight for example a rocket takes off suddenly it turns around starts coming back towards riyarikota starts coming towards chennai what happens then what do we do no no in air before before it hits land you need to make sure that nothing happens right it has to blast in air it should not come and hit land and blast mission abort what happens in mission abort right there's a destruct button for this kind of a thing we really do not have any control over the rocket once the rocket takes off you need to realize that these ro the rocket is moving at very high speeds even if we are sending some kind of command from here in order to steer it we won't have that much time it may so happen that within the time that you're trying to steer it and prescribe any corrective measures it will come and hit land so the only communication that is present after lift off between a rocket and the ground stations here is the destruct button the destruct command 
in fact like there's something called the range officer the range officer uh, sits in a room by themselves they are constantly looking at the screens and if they see that the rocket path is deviating they press the destruct command this job is a very stressful job because there have been occasions where such a destruct command has had to be used and the range officer who was sitting at the desk that day underwent a lot of interrogation after it as to what was your mental state when you pressed it why did you press it what evidence did you see for pressing it because if any irresponsible person is sitting there it is not only a loss of thousands and thousands of crores it is also a loss of national pride it could also be a you know a way to sabotage a country's space program so this is a very responsible highly stressful position that very few individuals are uh, given the responsibility of in an organization and they are sitting in a room to monitor this no the destruct button is on ground the moment you press the destruct button here your antennas which are on ground will send signals to your rocket then how do the people inside the rocket people are not inside these rockets we are not talking about people inside the rocket when when people are actually there inside the rocket there is some other system called crew escape system you saw it o over the module there is a crew escape system that is an automatic system immediately after a malfunction that will fire and take the uh, astronauts out No no crew escape systems work both there are two kinds of motors on the crew crew escape system you have something that is used for uh, low altitudes and you have another set of engines which are used for high altitudes yeah, like, uh, the they won't be in orbit okay they will not be in orbit it won't be that high but any time that the rocket is still attached to the crew escape system crew escape system is uh, sorry the crew module is essentially a payload right it is something that you are trying to transport it will not be in orbit it will be on its way and if any malfunction happens that is where the crew escape system plays a role any other questions fine so flight sequence again we have discussed all this before uh, lift off happens then you have separation this is for a pslv uh, rocket this is the flight sequence you have the uh, the strap ons that separate then you have the ps1 that is the first stage separation and so on and finally you have the separation of the rocket uh, sorry separation of the satellite for insertion into orbit this is the uh, payload which is accommodate accommodated inside the payload fairing uh, this is the satellite which is placed on a small deck this is the tank and this is the protective heat shield which is there around it so these are graph that you might have noticed on the screen when you're watching some isro launch right uh you might already know what this means i will just give you a brief explanation this is basically the time versus re uh, relative velocity graph what this is saying is at about 250 seconds this is the time the speed of the rocket is around 1.8 kilometers per second to contrast that at around 750 seconds the speed of the rocket has to be around 6 kilometers per second towards the end where satellite separation is happening the speed of the rocket has to be roughly about 8 kilometers per second that is what this graph is basically indicating so during a launch often there will be a expected plot and you will see this green plot which is moving over this it is basically an indication that everything is going according to plan 
you will see uh, that the moment the heat shield separates all of them who are sitting in the uh, room over there will clap the moment the next day separate again a, a round of applause goes around and finally when the satellite separates that's considered uh, a successful mission this is again the ground trace earlier we had seen a ground trace for an eastward launch but some satellites like polar satellites you cannot actually launch them in an eastward direction you have to launch them downwards this is for a polar orbit this is a very short video of uh, rocket assembly and movement there's one more video after this and with that we come to an end of the session just see this assembly building this is the launch pad the rocket is assembled somewhere else and it is brought to the launch pad this is a short video of a launch 200 boosters burning saluted against the night sky madhya ratri ko aakash ko roshan karta hua s200 boosters normal yahan hum iske kampan mehsoos kar rahe hain seeing the night sky the lvm3 n2 mission moves forward 25 meters longest 200 boosters each carrying 205 tons of anti-propellant propellant plus 1 minute action time 126.6 seconds they develop a peak thrust of 5952 kilonewtons in vacuum pratham charan ka nishpadan puri tarah samanya समाप्त होने से पहले ही एल वन टेन जो की तरल पर आधारित चरण है द्वितीय चरण का प्रज्वलन शुरू कर दिया जाएगा Now we have a confirmation about the ignition of the core L110 stage. 
The twin Vikas engine powered L110 stage has a nominal burn duration of 200 seconds. Load bearing separated. Ushma Kavach ko prithak kar diya gaya hai. Loop guidance initiated. Abhiyan plus 3 minutes. 127 kilometer ki uchai prapt kar chuka hai. Tatha ghane vatavaran se bahar ja chuka hai. Isliye Ushma Kavach ko prithak kar diya gaya hai. Aur ab yaan close loop guidance ke antargat hai. Having crossed the dense atmosphere, the payload fairings have been separated, and the rocket is currently moving forward in closed loop guidance. Okay, with that we come to an end of the session. Thank you very much. काय बरेलो बंगडो मका मैंडिलेलो कोंड्रे मेलेन त्याजो तो फोडिलो आइलो आइलो गो कचरो वालो आइलो आगो आगो बिगिन कर तो कचरो वालो आइलो तू आनी किदे गो मागिर माझ्या नावान बोवा मारतले यो यो बिगिन यो बोललो किदे आणि तो मजेर बेजार जाता प्लास्टिक नागरिक जबाबदारी एकटो सरकार इलेक्ट्रिकारोलोकारी सालीगा सरकार आपले काम आपले परीन पूरा जोर लाऊन करता पुन गरज असा आम्ही जबाबदार जाऊपाचे किदे नव्या तमाचे सर तुतराचे हे आमचे सरकार दोन सवंताचा खाला सपना जाता सकार गोयाचा फुल्ला रे फुडा होशिया सारे गोयका आता ओल्यान ओलो दरेक गोयकार आधार डॉक्टर प्रमोद सावंत गोय सरकार